But it's right here, right now, and it's not that complicated at all. No, no complication, no problem. Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. This week, Aretti speaks with Bob Adamson. This is part two of two parts. We suggest you listen to part one before part two. that I'm already that, that all that needs to be done is to see the falseness of beliefs. Just have a look. Are you this body? Can you find a centre or a spot in that body anywhere that you can say, this is what I am? No, because when I look back or even just pause the thought and consider whether I'm the body and where that part of me is located, there's absolutely no location, there's just openness. Just openness. Anything we can conceptualise, name, shape or form is all contained within that essence that you are. Like all the manifestation is contained in space. Space is empty. But it has no shape or form, no circumference, no centre. So the content appearing in space can really, because something can not come from nothing, so it's really, though it's appearing as something, really in essence it's no thing also. And you're the content of space, that pattern there. So it's nothing but space really, it's no thing. But when there's experiencing, without any thought of a me being there, just practical thinking is happening. What's going on? What do you mean, what's going on? I mean, like, is that my true essence? Is that it? It's like there's just the momentary experience and total engagement in the activity, and there's no sense of an I. There's just what's happening. Well, isn't that living? Yeah. Isn't that life functioning, happening, patterning? Yeah. Is that like a different patterning or is that what, what reality really is? Well, the only thing is it's not being conceptualised, is it? Yeah. There's no thought going on. It's just a natural functioning. And there's nobody taking ownership of what's yeah. happening. And that's the reality, really, that there isn't anybody there that's doing yeah. anything. Right. And there's really nothing happening but it's appearing to you. I mean, you know, and it's going on just the same as in nature, all by itself, quite effortlessly. There's no entity trying to run the show there. It's just happening by itself. Besides, not only that going on, you know everything seems to be functioning without the thinking of it, but also your heart's still beating, your hair and fingernails are growing, food's being digested, lots of other things that are happening constantly that we don't take any, realise that the eye is running the show. 
Yeah. So when you say nothing's happening, nothing's happening? Yeah. It doesn't look like there's nothing happening. It looks like in that openness, you know, that sort of, you know, just the awareness that's always there, there's just... It's like nothing. It's like all of this is well, just what, what, what did we just say? illusion or something. Yeah, what did we just say? You know? That the whole lot of it, the content of space... It's just space. It's just appearing in space. Space appearing as other things. It's really no thing. Yeah. We say nothing's happening. No thing. It appears to be myriads of things. But they are actually... They can all be broken down into emptiness. Emptiness suffused with that pure intelligence or knowing it enables them to shape into pattern shapes and forms and a wondrous array a miraculous if you like wonderful array yeah okay so it's really nothing just nothing There was nothing there. There was nothing there. No, there were buildings and mountains and all sorts of things. But it appeared to be so, didn't it? Yes. And appeared to be really very real. Especially if it's a nightmare, it appeared to be real. But when you wake up, it's still gone, it's nothing. Yeah. And this world, when I go to sleep, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Bob. Most people would know this, but Nasagadatta was your teacher. Can you tell us what he said that prompted you to recognize your true nature? He told me what I told you in the first place. You're not the body, you're not the mind, you are the pure awareness. Yeah. And that was it? That was it. <laughs> I don't think he said it rang a bell. The only way I can really help anyone is to take them beyond the need for further help. He's pointing out that what I wasn't. Yeah. And that's true. If there's nobody that needs any help and nothing that can help you. Nothing needs to be done by anybody. Yeah. It's all doing itself. So it's a, a big sense of relief from that seeming bondage of being encapsulated me and encapsulated pattern of skin and bones is bound by the limiting factors and look good, bad, pleasant, painful, happy, sad. I did it right, I did it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And see what it frees up of the mind when all that chatter and rubbish is not going on. Where's the mind left in this thing we call minus, you know? It's the pure intelligence energy can take in much more of what's going on. The five senses open up more. And the peace opens up more too. Yeah. Well, the mental chatter dies down. There is the peace then. You never get peace of mind. The nature of the mind being divided will keep continuing its story. There's no peace in the mind. The peace is when the mind is not. That's why the ancients called it the peace that passes all understanding. It can't be understood or grasped by a concept or thought. 
But without the concept of thought, there's a natural peace there. And then when the concepts start up again, there's knowing that that's not what you are. So there's it doesn't that, have to be a still mind, because a lot of mm, people might think they've got to stop their minds. No, that, that underlying peace is constantly and ever there. Yeah, most of our suffering is caused by the stories we tell. In yeah. fact, all of the suffering is caused by the stories we tell. Yeah. I know we've told this quite often throughout our life, we never believe it. Got the erroneous belief that it's not so. So, again, the belief's not the thing. You've got to look and see for yourself. And when it's no longer a belief, you don't fall into the trap. The old scriptural saying is, know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Knowing the truth, it's not a belief. And then you are free. Well, there is freedom from it. There's no one to be free. Yeah, and that's the paradox, isn't it? <laughs> Somebody is looking, and then then you find there's, there's no one there, and that's when the peace comes. Yeah. So, Bob, is there any such a thing as enlightenment? Well, enlightenment implies there's somebody that needs to be enlightened, that there is something to get, something to do. But you see, since that idea of somebody, start off, you've got a belief in a separate entity, which is dualism, and also got the belief that at some future time you will become something, and that's, again, it's taking you away from omnipresence, and also the belief that something or something's going to give it to you. Again, taking you away from the knowledge that you are that omnipotence, omniscience, omnipresence, you are the totality. omniscience, omnipresence, you are the totality. So enlightenment's a, an erroneous belief again that keeps the so-called seeker in the search. And while ever there's a so-called seeker, well, there's going to be a search. And, uh, you know, the seeker's never become finer. Yeah, but you can't then go and say, right, that's it, I'm going to stop the seeking, because there are a lot of people that delude themselves for a while thinking that they've, they're not seeking anymore but there's still the seeking going on yeah well see they're looking at the wrong way if they think oh, I'm going to stop the seeking look and see who is seeking find out who the seeker is when you see that the seeker is an erroneous belief then you know what's going to search if there's no seeker Yeah. the seeking naturally stops and that seeker couldn't possibly be there if that awareness wasn't there for the story to play out on. Yeah. So it's all it all goes back to that always, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. The seeker came about as soon as we started the reason and the belief in separation came about, we never ever questioned at that stage. Yeah. And seeing that we were never separate in the first place. If we can question it now doesn't matter whether you didn't question it then, you can question it right now and see that you were never separate in the first place either. Yeah. And you see that straight away with like just pausing a thought for a moment. There's yeah. no separation there without thinking. There's no time there without thinking. 
there's no conditioning you say without thinking so it's all it's all thought based yeah and thought as we know the way thought functions as words ideas images has all been learned and we learn some useful things in our education what we've learned is the words and labels and the belief that they have some substance and independent nature of themselves the cause of all our problems we can't think without dividing really not a single thought can no. you know you can't talk about unless you're talking about the whole even when you say one you have to say one without a second yeah. to clarify it so it's like language assumes separation well that's all the thinking is it's, it's dualism it's dividing vibrating back and forth it's always dividing yeah if it's understood as that is it a problem you can think as much as you like but the words are not taken to be real you know as such yeah. Without that dualism, there couldn't be any manifestation whatsoever. So we like enjoy the manifestation, enjoy the day, the sunsets, and the night, you know, and all the rest of the seasons. The dualism is playing out, recognised for what it is, just expressions of that essence. And it couldn't take place without that essence. And I am the essence in which it takes place. Too easy, really. Now, I am the essence in which it takes place. Nothing can be added to it me, nothing will be taken away from me, as that is. So the play can continue to do what it likes. Yeah. Yeah. say that there is only ever this moment how can we come to see this as I say you're awake right now when right now which is presently yes presence what we call present which is another moment at all now can you separate that presence or the nowness or the immediacy from that wakefulness no so could it take place at any other time no. In a way, like now as, as you're talking about it, it's like the time, it's like there's no, there's no beginning or end to this moment, is there? No. There's no, there's no moment in fact. It's like everything that is happening is disappearing before, it's like does it ever appear? <laughs> it seemingly appears and disappears, doesn't it? Yeah. Seemingly. But what do they say? Ever fresh, ever new. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of that analogy, you know, the fulcrum, you know, where, or even the, a turning wheel and you've got that, that centre part that's not even turning, mm. you know, it's so, it's so close to the middle. And, and same with the seesaw, there's, there's a part of the seesaw that doesn't actually, it doesn't actually move. It's like this moment is like that, isn't it? Because mm. it's like, where does it begin and when does it end? Yeah. So it's beginningless and endless. Yeah. Yeah. Now without a beginning or an end, it must be timeless. 
because time can only be measured from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and only use with the use of concepts, right? So I have to remember the last thing you said. I'm remembering it now. And what reality has got it? What I'm giving it right now. Right now. Yeah. Now, if you didn't recall it right now, it's gone forever. You can't go back and live it again. No, and it happened in that that point of of no time, really, like everything does, right? Yeah. It's quite bizarre that we even remember. We can actually this whole con weekend, <laughs> this conversation is happening, right? Yeah. And there's this sort of sense of. You know, like we both know what's been going on, but it's like this moment, it's like this very, very moment only, and yet somehow it seems to make a kind of an overall have, have sense about it. What's yeah, going on? But as I pointed out earlier, you get the, you've got the circle and you've got the centre in it. Yes. Centre, say the centre's a reference point. Well, everything measured out from that little dot in the centre could be measured from there. But what if the dot expanded to become a total circle? Where would it be measured from? So like you're saying... So it would all be there. Yeah, wouldn't right. Wouldn't it? All there in that timeless <laughs> moment. So the whole of it... So it's just there. Yeah. So oh. that's why when you say, like, you know, 2,000 years ago is right here, right now. Yeah. It's almost all here, right now. Yeah. That's incomprehensible. It is. It is unco incomprehensible to, to uh, just the same as two two thousand years or a thousand years ago is incomprehensible. But what about the little gnat or something that's born in the morning, flies around, dies at night? Ninety years, eighty or ninety years would be incomprehensible to it. <laughs> so it all depends on the reference point again where we're measuring. Now that billions of light years has got no reference point to it. Just is. Isn't it? Yeah. And everything that's ever been contained in that is right, is always there, right there, right now. Yeah. of light you use got no reference point it just is uh, that's mind-boggling <laughs> <laughs> well, that is for the mind but what's the after all is the mind <laughs> it's just appearing on that that I am a group of thoughts or concepts yeah yeah and we try to grasp it with the concept and we can we fail that's what the says you try to grasp it with the concept and you fail yeah and he says you're bound to fail because you can never ever grasp it with a concept yeah but it's right here right now and it's not that complicated at all no 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 complication no problem yeah here's a good one can you say something to those of us <laughs> who are waiting for something profound and spectacular to happen you know other than this 
beyond this everyday ordinary awareness I mean because like when you describe that you know when, when people talk about the 2,000 years all appearing in in this moment I mean I can I know what you're talking about in a way because we never move out of this and it's not even a moment because when is it beginning and when is it ending it's like it's just it just is right but for some reason it's like I expect to get some sort of I mean I couldn't say to you that that a thousand years from now I can see it logically but I'm not seeing anything that's that's pointing to the everything being here and I'm not seeing everything as one whole thing you know I'm, I'm, I'm what seeing are, things what, what are you right now are you awake yes I am awake I am awake and what do you have to do about that wakefulness have to look for it no just realize that you're not asleep yeah. You're certainly not asleep. So if you're not asleep, you must be awake. Yeah. What's awake? Another word for awake is awareness, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So either wakefulness or awareness. Yeah. Full stop, what can you add to that? What can you take away from it? What profound things do you need to get to do it? Nothing. Nothing profound. What do you have to lose to get to it? My identity. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did your identity come in? It was never there, yeah. You just thought of it then. You can't lose anything. No. What more do you want? You want some mental high or mental low? If you got that, what's that how long is that gonna last? Some great experience? What about all the experiences you've ever had? You might you probably had some wondrous experiences in your life. Did they last? No. So they don't stand up to reality. Right. Just to be the awareness is actually really quite peaceful, you know. It, there's no problems, there's mm. no, there's nothing. It's just a thought comes up again and says, well, God, is this it? Is this all it is? Is this, is it just this awareness, this everyday experience of these thoughts arising? What are they called? Ordinary awareness. Ordinary, just everyday ordinary awareness. Now, this wonderful, great experience we've had, great flashes or whatever it's been, visions and all sorts of things, I've had all those sort of things, or some greater static state, you got into that. And we're looking for a state constantly there. So that stayed there for a week, a month, a year, two years. What would it be after that? Very ordinary. Yeah, be the norm, the normal, and the norm would become the ordinary every day. And then you'd be looking for something else. You'd be looking for something more better than again. So this... Wakefulness is constantly being with it, so it seems very ordinary. Very ordinary, very ordinary. But you know, see, see what get the essence of it really is, you know. Relax into it. Yeah. Get to know yourself, your yeah, true yeah. self. That's what we say, recognize. You've already cognized, it's already been cognized many, many times. But it seems to get obscured again with the next cloud that comes into the sky. Yes. Next group of thoughts. But recognize it, recognize it, and realize it. You know, without the clouds, the sun is shining for you, isn't it? Using yeah. that metaphor. And the sun is warm, bright, shining, quite happy, you know. Yeah. The essence that you are is the same. Clear and empty. Warm, loving, if you like. Got all sorts of labels on it, which won't fit it. And it is timeless, like when there's that, you know, when the mind isn't getting 
all angsty and the identification and you know getting lost in the mind and all that kind of stuff which is all appearing on that I understand but when there is that you know seeing that 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 it's all just playing out and there isn't the identification it is very peaceful it's extremely peaceful and I would prefer that to the turmoil of thinking and and striving definitely but I don't have a choice in that there's no choice maker in that no was there ever a choice maker no I might have believed there was yeah it's all happening by itself quite evidently yeah What is it like to recognize that we are free and not the content of the mind? It's about being free of suffering, for starters, isn't it? Well, being free of suffering, you know, when there's no longer any suffering there, it's not even... You don't go back and say, oh, I was suffering, oh, I was suffering at such and such time, and comparing all the time. It's forgotten about, really. You know, it's hard to imagine it. You've got to dig deep into memories to try and remember how painful and how, how horrible it actually was. You don't waste time in going back, you know, anymore. There's no need to. The, the livingness, this moment is the actuality. This moment is the livingness. I cannot live this moment again. And I can't live a moment in the future. So why not be totally with what is right now in this moment? The hearing, seeing, tasting, touching, really fully with it. And thinking. Yeah, and thinking. Fully with it, living it. Anything about the past needs to be reminded about, that'll come up of itself, just the same as the rest of the folks. As Mankey says, everything is perfectly resolved in the unborn mind. It resolves itself in there. But me, with the livingness itself, get the taste of life. Mm. It's always been with us, but it's seemingly obscured by the clouds of thought worry and concern it doesn't have to be that way yeah and even those worries they pass as well like you've said before where are the worries that you had yesterday or last week or two years ago nothing is dwelt on anymore not taken delivery on and dwelt on us free to move on what they call thought free let your thought be free in other words you know don't fixate not fixating on holding any thought yeah and nothing compounds because where could it compound all these thoughts we have you know how we have these stories that are sort of ongoing stories but they're just like more stories and they're just appearing in this this particular moment and there's no compounding there's no, they don't build up anywhere do they no where well, they used to build up and build up with all, all sorts of pains and aches and fears and everything that come about it you know dreads not anymore yeah. they don't build up there's nowhere for the light so the, the suffering the thing that goes along with them doesn't come about no more knots in the guts or lumps in the throat or aches in the heart all that psychological stuff there's be physical pain sure and there's always a bit of physical pain here the whole body's aging and but it's no big deal 
so you do try and do something about it. But after you know, it might go away or it might stay there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Unless you want to say anything else. No, I don't think so. You have been listening to The Urban Guru Cafe, an interview with Sailor Bob Adamson. The Urban Guru Cafe is produced in Australia.